All right, uh, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily this Thursday as we begin to wrap up our week. Uh, this will be the last corporate update of the week, and then we'll head into our long-form episode for tomorrow morning and into the long weekend with markets and uh, Mining Stock Daily closed on Monday for President's Day weekend here in the United States, and I believe it's uh, Family Day in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, happy to welcome in Visa Silver CEO, Mr. Michael Connard. Mike, Hello. Trevor, great to see you as always. Thank you for having me. It is. It's good to see you too. Uh, this is. Uh, we've got a couple news items we got to cover here, and uh, obviously a couple uh, big news items. One specifically big. We're going to talk about this spin out of a royalty company here in just a minute. So let's table that. Uh, you did put out uh, new drill results at the La Luisa uh, vein area. Uh, that's seven hundred meters west of that Napoleon area resource here uh, obviously uh, grades continue to be very positive 498 grams per ton silver equivalent over 1.3 meters hole 425 hole 423 had 264 grams per ton silver equivalent over 4.6 meters true width um, so this la Luisa area i mean you're obviously adding more ounces to the resource here eventually when you do publish another resource update but it's, it's really coming together yeah, it's, it's been great. And, you know, we're continuing to drill it here. It's continuing to grow. It's um, sitting within the same mineralized corridor as as Napoleon. And to me, it looks like another Napoleon. So, so uh, La Luisa uh, really exemplifying how fast we can move from discovery to resource to resource expansion, basically all within a year. Um, and uh, and it continues to grow. So So we're thrilled here. Yeah. Uh, talk about the angles of these. And, you know, you, you, it sounds like it's still open to depth. Is there any, um, you know, is there any, any, any issue of going deeper here or have you kind of drilled it to as, as, as deep as you'd like to go and you kind of move on? No, no, not at all. Um, even Napoleon is, is still open at depth. So, um, you know, what we do typically is drill, you know, uh, anywhere from 50 to a few hundred meters subsurface, uh, 600 meters subsurface. But we leave that really kind of deeper drilling where you maybe refer to 600 meters um, to a thousand meters subsurface, which in all likelihood is open uh, and mineralized. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we leave that for a little later, go back uh, after testing the, uh, the lateral extent of these veins, because it's, uh, first of all, it takes longer to get those results. You're drilling deeper, you're drilling for a longer period of time. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're tying your drills up for longer, basically. So it makes sense to, to move a long strike, first of all. Okay. Uh, you're going to continue to test this two, two drill rigs here. I mean, you're, 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 you're getting after it. You, we are. Yeah. It's going to be, it's a, it's a busy year for us, busy first half of the year. Um, you know, so we're going to continue to grow the La Luisa area here through drilling. Uh, we're also doing some, some infill drilling at Copala and really kind of, de-risking and tightening up our understanding of, uh, of the resources there, uh, not only resources, but geotech as well at, at Copala. And all of this is feeding into our very aggressive plan to, to move forward, you know, basically into production in, in the coming three years here. Okay. Very good. Uh, obviously we're going to get a lot more drill results coming, but I think one of the, some of the big news here, Mike really is, uh, this spin out of a royalty company from the Panuco project. Um, you know, there's a couple news, a couple news announcements about this, but you know, kind of 
give us a sense of the timing of all this, why this is something you wanted to do for your shareholders, uh, including myself, which I am one, um, you know, and, you know, really, you know, bring this into fruition. What, what was the ethos of this? Well, you know, there's there's a couple of things. One, the thing that stands out to me the most here is, uh, and, and you, you know, you're right, this is in the best interest of shareholders. And, and I was the first shareholder of the company. Um, you know, I, I, we've been buying stock on the market. Myself, Craig, Simon, you know, our, our core team here, we own about 15% of the of the company. So, you know, we, we do everything with the mind to, to add value for shareholders. So, we look at this district, we look at the resource that we have in the West, our, our, what we refer to as Project One. It's the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource. Um, we're convinced it's going into production. We're convinced that the cash flow from that Project One is going to fund further discoveries across this district. But we also know that you know we're not getting value uh, across this district for the undiscovered ounces yet or for the blue sky prospectivity you know we're actually criminally undervalued for the ounces that we do have so by isolating a royalty uh, putting it into a publicly traded company um, that can then capture the value of further discoveries and that may outlive you know the company as well too we don't know um, you know exactly how long uh, Vizsla Silver may, may be on its own as an independent company. You know, we have all the intentions to move this forward to, you know, be a, a single asset producer here. We want to be the world's largest single asset silver primary producer. That's always been our goal. Um, but as we know, in, in times where uh, metal prices rises, r- rise, which I'm expecting here coming forward uh, in the coming uh, months and years, you know, it may be that this is such a desirable takeover target that, um, you know, Beasley Silver itself as a corporate entity uh, may not exist. And, and this royalty is a great way for us to capture that value going forward uh, for shareholders and, and certainly any other future discoveries. Uh, the latest news on this was published on the 12th, so early this week on Monday. And from that date, you said um, within 45 days of that release, when it was published, uh, spend all the shares of the company, uh, uh, excuse me, the agreement, uh, you'll, you'll have in the, the official agreement. But in this news release, you also state um, the company says that holders of common shares of Visa, uh, Visa Silver, will be entitled to one third of a common share of the royalty company and one third of a common share purchase warrant of this new uh, Spinco for each Visa share held. There's not strikes on this. So there's no strike price on that warrant. Uh, maybe you can share with us why you don't have that price into this news release yet. Is this still kind of formatting with uh, with the exchange? Yeah, exactly. So we're just finalizing basically the effective value of, uh, of the Spinco and, and that valuation uh, impacts the strike price. You know, we're solving for a few mathematical equations here. Um, you know, the first is that, you know, the shareholders of, of Visa Silver will receive a third of a share and a third of a warrant. And really the warrant, um, you know, we had a question, why would shareholders need to uh, exercise a warrant to, to acquire something that they already own? And the answer to that is actually um, the warrant exercise will fund the buyback of 1%, 1.5% of the royalty from a, a private Mexican company. So mm. in effect, the, 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 the warrant exercise is going to um, increase the value of the company by buying back that royalty. Currently, you know, Visa Royalty has the right to buy back um, uh, that, uh, that NSR. Um, but, 
you know, it'll be exercised with the warrant capital. And I think the reason that that's so important is that it, it leaves the cash in Beasley Silver to do what Beasley Silver should be doing, de-risking and drilling and not just buying back royalties. Um, you know, I, I think I think it's important to note that, you know, this is another benefit of having uh, the royalty company is that it can conduct royalty type business with its own capital. Um, so, you know, we'll have more news, more data, uh, including prices and these types of things and, and final equations, cap tables, et cetera, coming in the coming weeks here. Um, but the important thing is we don't want to uh, basically announce something that's not uh, approved by the exchange or isn't isn't going to be definitive going forward. So uh, this is giving more information to shareholders. I think it's uh, it's exciting to know what the uh, the ratio will be. I think it's actually a pretty pretty handsome ratio um, based on our cap structure here. Uh, it's actually the same that Visa uh, Visa Copper shareholders received uh, out of Visa Silver. So we do have a track record of doing these spinouts, and and they've been very successful in the past as well. Okay, uh, Visa Silver has just over two hundred million shares outstanding. So if you're doing one third of a share for uh, for the new royalty company, like are you going to have is the shares outstanding for that kind of looking to be about one third of the current shares outstanding uh, with Visa Silver? That's right. Yeah, okay. exactly. So that would be the math there. And then the warrant, uh, if exercised, adds uh, more to that too. Okay. Um, you know, this is someone, it, it's it's familiar for Canadian resource investors. Uh, this type of work may be a little bit new for U.S. Uh, investors, especially people who maybe not completely dive in uh, as degenerate resource investors, such as myself and a lot of people <laughs> listening. Uh, you know, but you do have that NYSE listing, which is which is kind of fun and unique with this spin code. Just kind of curious, what kind of feedback or questions you've gotten from shareholders south of the border uh, border in the United States? Any questions or you know excitement? How you know will this make it more challenging or easier for you? I think it'll. You know, I think the the U.S. investor base really loves royalties. They really understand royalties. It might have something to do with uh, oil and gas and, you know, that that concept there. So I've seen a lot of excitement about the royalty itself. Um, royalties are, I mean, they're an incredible tool. Um, and and we did see, you know, a lot of uptake and success um, with uh, with Great Bear as well, too. Of course, Great Bear went from from pennies to dollars and was taken over a $200 million uh, valuation and made many people uh, a lot of money uh, with Great Bear Royalties. You know, we, we're convinced we have a billion ounce district here in, in Panuco, and uh, this is a great way to get further exposure to it, not only uh, through Visla, which you mentioned is, of course, traded on the NICE, um and in Canada. Uh, so, you know, shareholders can and, and investors can buy shares of that, but now they can also buy shares of, of uh, you know, a derivative basically of that of that district. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike. Uh, well, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot more drill results coming out uh, of Panuco plus kind of the final agreement with the Spinco. So we will be touching base here in the coming weeks uh, within that 45, I guess it's about 40 days now, uh, 41 days. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see you in the next couple of weeks. Thanks so much for your time and best of luck. Thanks, Trevor. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, everybody, that's your update from Visa Silver Trading on the Venture Exchange and the NYSE with VZLA. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. 
Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.